This episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by Heineken. With all the stresses of life, it can be easy to lose perspective on what really matters. But Heineken believes that life is about being with friends and opening yourself to new experiences. Because when you live spontaneously and embrace the unexpected, it's a chance to create new stories and connections. You just have to be open to it. So enjoy a refreshingly cold, full-bodied Heineken lager today with its deep golden color, light fruity aroma, mild bitter taste, and a crisp, clean finish. Cheers! Support for today's episode also comes from Swing Left. It starts with the House. If progressive candidates win back just 23 districts in the House of Representatives this year, they'll put a check on the Trump agenda. That's why nearly 500,000 volunteers have signed up to take action in the 2018 midterms with Swing Left. Don't just vote this year. Volunteer. Join the grassroots movement that's making change in this year's midterm elections. Take action and sign up now at swingleft.org grown. Summer rain whispers me to sleep and wakes me up again. Sometimes I swear I hear her call my name to wash away the pain, my summer rain. In the middle of the night when I'm alone, 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 alone. She got to sing the lead. I feel her kisses. Oh my lord! Has anybody checked on Carl Thomas? I mean, I know he he told us that he couldn't stop crying. We should check on him. Nah, I just feel like. What a gem. I miss Carl Thomas. I was listening to his second album last night. One of the best albums I I, I think ever. I love that album. So, so good. I love um, Carl Thomas, actually. And his sweaters. And I miss him. So, like, I, I've always said that his sophomore album, Let's Talk About It, released on the same day as Confessions, which was probably the worst marketing mm. decision ever made in the history of yeah, Bad Boys. But, you know, here well, we are. Well, you know, Puffy sets niggas up for failure. <laughs> That's what he's been doing for a long time. I just, I don't, I mean, Carl Thomas still sings. He does. And I just love him so much. But praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I'm, I'm Kia. Jade. And we are back to talk about adulting. The test, the trials, the twists, the turns. The temptations and the taxes of being an adult in the year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> 2018. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not funny. But yeah, man. Uh, n- uh, not much. Getting ready for all of all of our work that we have coming up. Um, you know, just finished up these shows, like I said, and getting ready for the next ones and trying to get the family in order. You know what I'm saying? Just lifing. Lifing and all that that brings. Yeah, I can I can relate. I too am just trying to maintain and manage all of the multiple projects mm-hmm. that I have going on. Um not complaining, I'm just maintaining. Uh yeah, things at work have to keep moving while all of the things 
um, that are also work have to keep on moving. So we just navigating and figuring it out. I know. I'm, I'm been team typing fast because I'm working on um, some cooking things and some uh, TV stuff. So that's a lot of um, that's a lot of typing, man. Exciting. Very, very, very. Yeah, very I don't know. Exciting. I'm not really excited yet because I'm just working really hard. So. <laughs> I mean that's where that's 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 where I am <laughs> yeah, most you of the are. time, but really steadily trying to just keep moving forward because you know you have to go through go through things and that's what it's all about. But I'm excited and anxious to get through the month of November, and I'm hopeful that after that I will feel better. Well, we are going to close the month of uh, November very proper. I still have. I'm not even in the I understand, space to but I'm just appreciate. I mean, I appreciate that wholeheartedly, but I'm not in this. It still feels like I have to go through quite a bit and survive all of that <laughs> before I can even get to the end of the month. But needless to say, you know, we're grateful for life and all the opportunities that yeah, before and all those cliche things. So let's move on to some trash. Sure. Ty, our cleanup woman, por favor. So we'll start the trash off with the heavier things, and then we'll move on to like some trash, trash. So, right. um, have, did you hear about the Tree of Life shooting? The Tree of yeah, Life shooting. it was the it was the um, the Nazi let's call it what it is, who went into a synagogue and shot it up. Yeah. Yes, I did hear about that. Okay, I guess I wasn't, I didn't catch the, what's the name of the synagogue, so. Tree of Life? I believe it was the Tree of Life synagogue. Oh, okay. And okay. 11 um, were shot and killed. Uh, and it's disgusting that this is still happening. And, and my heart, and my, I know thoughts and prayers can only go so far. But um, when that's all we can offer, that's what we can offer. But at the same time, I still believe that prayer works and that it is still a weapon. I know that we, I get I get the, the fatigue and total exacerbation that we feel in the face of such unthinkable acts of hate and violence. Um, yeah. But like you were saying, I think it is. You know, st I still feel like we pray for the of families course. of those affected, that they are comforted and, you know, given whatever they need to kind of manage and get through this super difficult time. And, yeah, at for me, I don't know, I'll say, I mean, I get the frustration that people feel. but I, me, I agree. Like, I, I, it's like prayer is the only thing I can do because I feel like, well, other, otherwise, I am otherwise. I think it just gets super powerless. frustrating. Um my good friend, Felonious Monk, is a comedian. Uh, he put up a post the other day that said, if thoughts and prayers were effective, places where people go to think and pray wouldn't get shot up. And I I understand the frustration. I totally understand the frustration. And it is, it's disgusting that the, the places where we're supposed to be made to feel the most safe <coughs> are places even now where are, are, we're in danger. Um, but I still continue to send my prayers out for those who are dealing with tragedy. Um, and like you said, just hope that it works. 
I, I just hope that it works. Um, yeah, I think we're all kind of managing and dealing with the difficulty of these things. And I understand, like you said, the frustration that people feel. Um, I wish that we would not... I don't know. I, I, I am hopeful, and it is my prayer, that we could get to a place where we will not respond to acts and attacks of violence with attacks, like more and more attacks. Because I don't know. I'm not saying... I feel like... I guess I get the sentiment behind those kinds mm -hmm. of statements, but... Um, you know churches and, and synagogues and places of worship are deemed sacred mm -hmm. and holy places um they are symbols um of what sh but but they are symbols of religion and relationship but for me you know symbols unfortunately are up for grabs too mm -hmm. not saying that it's right but i think that that's why we should focus our energy and our thoughts on you know, cultivating relationships. So for me, it's more than just church, right. right? Church is the place where I go to learn about God and Jesus Christ. And, you know, because that's what I choose to believe in. Um, but I understand that the church in and of itself is of just course. a building. Um, and that, you know, people, it's a gathering place. And even when people attack those sacred gathering mm -hmm. places, I would hope that our faith, in who we are going to worship would be able to withstand those attacks and we would not then blame, you know, um, no, God or, you know, those kinds of things. But, you know, I understand. Right. Everyone's entitled to the ways, their opinions and how they process and interpret things. Um, That's a good way of looking at it, though. I'm, because I think people forget yeah. a lot of times that um, places of worship, whether it be a church, a synagogue, what have you, um, is it like you said? It's just a building. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, the hate has no limit. It doesn't. It has, it has no limit, and we 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 came up. Or I can say I came up in a time where I felt like people had a certain level of reverence or respect or regard for certain spaces, but I feel like all of that has been. Broken I mean, because you can say the same thing for an elementary school, like. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just as wild for an elementary school to be shot up right. as it is for a church to be shot up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it it is just as devastating and, and just as, as right. mind blowing. And I think that I think that I don't know. I understand people express things in their frustration or they you know, and I'm not attacking anybody mm -hmm. for what they choose to believe, but I'm just saying for me, um it's it's I feel like it's bigger and deeper and closer and more personal. Um, you know, than than that. That's a good um, way of and looking I mean, at it, though. Everybody's that's a, that's that's a good way of looking at it, and I I like that. I actually like I like that way of looking at it because I I don't necessarily I I would never attack God for the terrible things that happen because I yeah I don't believe that He causes the terrible things that happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the world is you know unfortunately a disgusting place. Um, as we're seeing more and more every single day, and it's you, you, you can't. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I it's a confusing place, but I I know that it doesn't absolutely. Like I'm like, well, how he can he like is he 
I don't know. Can he put his hand in every single thing right now and be like, no, this is not going to happen. This is not going to happen. This is going to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like it's a larger, like, you know, and I'm, I think in, in times like these, we have to be mindful of all of the things that are going on in the world that are deplorable mm-hmm. and terrible. And I understand that people have the position of like, you know, how a God who is so loving could allow certain things to happen. But we have to realize that, you know, I mean, it depends. It all depends on what you believe. But as far as as I am concerned, um, God is loving, but I, I feel like people make choices. And I'm not saying that he is still not in control. I still believe that he's in control. Um, but... And I don't know. I don't have all the answers. And I'm, I'm sure people will write in and let us know that they don't agree with me. And, and that's okay because you're entitled to not agree with me. But I just believe that it is in these unthinkable times that when our faith is really proven. Um, and I totally get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? When uh, my mother looked me in the face and told me that my brother was no longer living, I questioned everything that I ever knew about mm-hmm. God. Um, and, you know... And 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 that, you know, that being said, I, I really had to walk through and navigate through that. So I don't really judge people, you know, wherever they are in their in their spaces. But I would just argue that we all should remain well, I don't know, should is a strong word, but it is my hope to remain hopeful. I mean, it's my it's my hope to remain mm-hmm. open um to the process of things and um I mean, that's I, I gain hope in trusting that regardless of how crazy and hurtful and painful and disappointing life can be, um, I have to continue to trust that God's not going to mm-hmm. play me because he hasn't. And... Um, I don't know how we got so deep into this rabbit hole, but um, sorry. That's just that's just for me, and it hurt. And I mean, I guess I, that was me kind of just kind of being reactionary to to what your friend said. And I guess I guess that's totally fair. And you can expect people to feel that way about prayer, and people wonder, um, you know, whether it works or if it works. But um, I'm just I guess that's just a really long way of me saying that I still believe that it works, and I'm still praying. For what it's worth. <laughs> but, yeah. No, that was, Sorry, a, that guys. was a beautiful. We didn't sentiment. mean to go Sunday school that was on a beautiful you. Sentiment. No, I, I just, I just, it hurts my feelings. Not, I mean, I'm trying not to. I mean, I try my best not to take it personal, but I don't know. I feel like I, I'm in a relationship with God, so when people talk bad about Him, I feel a way. <laughs> so just like you feel a way when somebody's right. coming for somebody who's close to you, I feel a way. And 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 I may not have the words to justify everything to a T, but I can just speak for myself and my life. And yeah, what I, know. I um, you know, I I I feel, I feel the same way. I obviously uh, am not as the, the I don't know what the word is. <laughs> I don't know what the word is, but um, I I. I I think I just try to I understand I think I try to understand where everybody's coming from. I have my own faith, you know what I'm saying, and I I pray and I hope that it works. And I and I continue to do it because I hope <laughs> that it works. 
Um, but I do have questions, and I have. I you think know, that's totally fair. I, I have think questions. Everybody too. has questions, and I think that's why I try right. to be super objective. And and I'm not saying you're not, so I'm not even speaking on what you're saying. But I'm just for myself. I try to be super objective because mm. I know there are people on the other side. There are atheists and agnostics, and you know, mm -hmm. uh, people who you know are very you know believe in spirituality as opposed to you know re religion, but um, and they look at people who are Christians and say, well, that's so stupid. Like, how could you believe in this person who allows all these bad things to happen? And you know what I'm saying? I blah, 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 blah. So I think that it's not right. I, I just want to develop a practice as a whole of respecting other people's beliefs. Because I feel like sometimes... Um, and again, I'm not speaking on you because I've heard I've heard it from other mm. people. Uh, it's not right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody is entitled to believe in what they choose to believe, not believe in what they choose to not believe, and that is their that is their right. Um, I feel like we would get a lot further. I'm taking my bracelets off. Sorry, I know they're a little jangling, <laughs> jangling, but jangling, um, jangling. I think that we. I I, I hope it is my. You would think that in a country where we that that is founded allegedly on on these kind of individual uh, liberties and freedoms uh, that we all supposedly mm. have the same level of access to um, are afforded rather. You you would think that in that in that way uh, we would be able to coexist. You know, our, we and our differences would be able to right. coexist peaceably. Um, but I think that it just boils down to kind of like a cultural thing um, about how, how a culturally I feel like we've all been kind of uh, brought up to think about things in really simplistic mm -hmm. ways. And I think that there is danger. Uh, oh, ooh, say it um, again. Ooh, when, yes. when we don't when we don't um, <laughs> No, when, I just feel like when we don't engage the complexity of things like, you know, spiritual beliefs and values um, and when we kind of categorize yeah. people, because, you know, not to get off on this, we are we way are. off of this tangent, but I do, <laughs> I, I do not subscribe to. So, like, if you think about, like, the evangelicals and other kind of right wing Christian mm -hmm. organizations, quote unquote, Christian organizations. And I, um, you know, I am a Christian, but I don't subscribe to many of the things that they subscribe to. Um because I don't believe that that I, I feel like we've all I feel like there have been people who uh, kind of attach labels to things for their own self-serving mm -hmm. purposes. So uh, there's there's a gang of, of rich, wealthy, well-off white folks who do things in the name of Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ himself would probably never, ever have had anything mm -hmm. to do with. And that's where I take mm -hmm. issue with. Um, and I think we all like I get it. It's fair. It was happening during the times of Jesus. People just kind of think really categorically and, and black and white about things. And and if you if you were to really follow and I can only speak about Christianity because that that is what I feel like I, I, that's mm -hmm. what I know of. Um, but I, I wish we would all because I feel like Jesus was a purveyor of mind your business <laughs> ministries, and he was very, very much, you know, he and all that he preached was about cultivating personal relationship with him, th with God through Christ Jesus. Not necessarily that, um, 
you know, for for your own self actualization and 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 happiness. Wow, it and sounds joy. like you're what Not a necess- is but, supposed to be. <laughs> right, but but you but you but I feel like people yeah, have used have. Christianity to judge yep. other people and and to make themselves feel better um, than others, to look mm-hmm. down, to segregate, and it's just like ugly and a big it old is. lie. And church, church, and organized religion, religion, just like any other institution, mm. has its flaws. And I feel like, like I said, if we cannot think so simplistically about things and open ourselves to the complexity and the context that surrounds a lot of the issues and and of life that we are navigating through, then we'll be able to to engage in these th- with these things um, in ways that serve us better than just kind of like us against right. them. And stop calling people, and stop I, telling I people that. they're involved in witchcraft and all kinds of things because they do things that you don't agree with or they choose to honor ancestors that you don't necessarily believe in or what have, like, to stop doing that because it's disrespectful to what other people put their faith in. And I think that's what the whole bottom line that I had was. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I feel like if we would all just get ourselves together, um... And focus on your own stuff, man. I don't know. I just feel like we get lost Agreed. in this. And other people's and business. It's just, it's just abuse of power. Yeah, it's an abuse of power and author- feigned authority and those kinds of things. I, I do subscribe to, you know, you know, structure and order and having, you know, things in their rightful place. And But I, I feel like, you know, the ways in which a lot of, the, a lot of that power has been obtained were completely unfair and we got to understand that like you know we are we are dealing very much so um you know the 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 playing field will never be leveled we are we are the, the the game is fixed from centuries and centuries ago and I feel like it would be really a, a huge undertaking or task for us to try to undo all of the problematic mm. ways of society. Mm. Um, you know, and it's going to take time. Just like it took time to destroy the world, it's going to take time to fix Amen. it. And we are just, you know, living in, unfortunately, we're living in the product of years and years of just flawed thinking. That's what and I tell you and every hate. week to mind your business. I just feel like it's important. I really, I so really, cute. and I think that people don't necessarily recognize the importance and value right. of doing Mind it. your business does not necessarily so much mean safety. not asking other niggas how much they pay for rent. Minding your business comes in so many forms and facets. <laughs> it runs deep. It's like being responsible. Yes, it's being responsible <laughs> for yourself. Shit. Being responsible for yourself and figuring out your own life and trying not to be in other people's business so much. You know, at the expense of of your mm. own stuff. Say it again. That's all I'm Say saying. Every but week. this is supposed to be trash, and we already at the kitchen table. But I'm <laughs> yeah. Gonna let oh you yes, finish. trash. Sorry, uh, guys. Speaking of um, minding other people's business, the MAGA bomber was not minding his own business, and that's why his dumbass got caught. Um, so they did. Oh, they they did catch him. him. You know how they caught him? Because he came for the wrong one. He came for Auntie Maxine. Listen, she said you better shoot straight. And she clearly, had told her that she wasn't zigzag. out here playing. <laughs> he, clearly, he ain't got no shot, is what we're saying. They found a fingerprint on the package that was supposed to be sent to her. And that's how they got him. Because that's how the Lord you works. See, he don't, you see, like, don't play with the children. You don't mess with black women. <laughs> you don't Jesus mess said with it. black women. You got to watch so, it. So, 
yes, he has been caught, and that is how he got caught, and I'm all the way here for it. <laughs> Same. Same. I'm going to keep this one it's extremely brief because, honestly, I'm tired of it, but I still feel the way that I feel. Nikki and Cardi. First of all, can I? <laughs> Cardi had a TED Talk today. A TED Talk. It's like nine parts. <laughs> Cardi had a TED Talk, and I just was watching it like never, never changed. Sis. Never changed. Like, I just... Don't just change never your grammar. Change. Don't change. Promise me that you will never change. Promise me. Because Cardi is still the people's champion. I will say that I have grown weary of wealthy women arguing over such Same. trivial Same. foolishness. Same. Like, I have grown very tired of that because when I look at my student loan balance, I feel like there are greater tragedies in the world an album than what cover these people are arguing over. million watches. <laughs> I don't want to hear much. I mean... These people who have millions of dollars are fighting over, like, he said, she said. And it's just, like, it is trouble. It is. But if we're going to get into the pain and the trash of it all and, the, and, and, and try to find the small li silver linings and joy from all it. All right. I do appreciate okay. Cardi's delivery because Carly hit, hit you with a bong. Let me hit you. She's like, okay. bong. You want to talk about this? First of all, I greatly appreciate her saying her name. That was my number one appreciation. She said, uh, she, she said, said her real name. I didn't watch, she didn't I didn't make it do the whole rap talk. She, she did I say Nikki. She was like, first of, first of all, Nikki Minaj. <laughs> That's right. Call her out. I want you to know that I'm first talking of all, directly Nikki to Minaj, you. Minaj, and if you want to bring out this, then we can talk about this. And she just went, she just, she was like, bang, you want to talk about this? I already have this many fashion. I have a fashion over deal. I have more deals coming from other fashion brands. Like she, she she's like, bang, let's talk about the motorsport video. You changed your verse at the last minute. All I said on the Dude. radio was, you changed your verse at the last minute. Was that a lie? <laughs> like... Cardi came and then Nikki came saying that Cardi was lying and she wants her to come on Queen Radio, which, by the way, I thought was supposed to be a short stint of promoting an album that obviously is not doing well. But um, so she's this is just all a ploy. And I, I, I actually hoped that Cardi would not respond because I felt like this is Nikki fledgling. Like, this is me. Like, let me just stir up it some is. mess so that the people will hopefully you know, uh, pay the nine ninety nine on iTunes and get my album because without without all of this hoopla and foolishness, like nobody's paying me That's any really money. So I feel is. like she's con she's literally poking the bear. And I understand Cardi's frustration, but I really wish that she really had like a big sister who could just be like, "Girl, pay this, pay this, the dust from your pockets." I agree, but she did. It is I worth, think it she is ended it in a very jade way. She ended it very appropriately because she told her, she said, "Listen, I'm tired of talking about this." So she was like, "You know how to reach me. You don't have my number because your bitches like to leak numbers." <laughs> She's like, you don't have my number, but you know how to get in touch with me. You know who to call to get in touch with me. If you want to get together, we can get together. If you want to fight, we can fight. But I'm tired of talking about it. I don't want to talk about it no more. Let me know what you want to do. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you mic drop. Thus concluding that. <laughs> Thus concluding the TED Talk, so, man. So I'm tired of them. Um, Trick Daddy was on a spirit flight. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Somebody got a video of Trick Daddy on a spirit flight. Uh, the young man who made the video was beat, beat down, okay? Yeah, his face what? was like, it was beat. Why would they no, fight not, him? No, not fight him. No. Oh, he was no, ugly. He, he, was, he had a nasty beat, like makeup. Yeah. Oh, I'm so I was sorry. so yes. confused. And a coif, a nice dread coif. It was beautiful. But um, on, he sir. took a video of Trick Daddy. He was like, Trick Daddy is on a spirit airline flight. Well, I wanted to be like, well, sir, you are as well. But I guess... Exactly. I mean, perhaps he just wanted a bargain. Not that I'm really going up for Trick Daddy because fuck him. And not that I'm going up for Spirit Airlines, (laughs) but I just feel like people ought to be entitled to spend their money how they nobody's getting Now, I will say I'm bougie. I will not be riding Yabba Dabba Doo Airlines anytime soon because my feet are too precious to be (laughs) helping start anybody's airplane. But... (laughs) <laughs> but trick daddy i don't know like he compared to i guess he can ride spirit airlines i don't fuck with him anyway after all that mess he talked about black women trick daddy he's in the fuck you forever category for me um kenya moore has preeclampsia she sh- oh, she shared a picture of her very swollen feet online uh we know that preeclampsia is a very serious condition um mm-hmm. and so therefore i hope that um I hope everything goes okay for her because it, it that is, it's very 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 serious and it's nothing that any pregnant woman ever wants to to come encounter with. So, um, yeah, I just hope for her. I don't have any snide remarks. I have nothing. I just hope that she's safe and her baby is safe. Okay. Countess Vaughn wants a Parker's reboot. I saw that girl. <laughs> Sit on down. Sit on down. Sit on down, Kim Parker. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I'm going to stop you right there. When she you. imitated Jill Scott, that was the best thing ever. Oh. Yeah. I just wish that she would just leave us alone. Countess, girl, just go ahead and be on the Divas Ooh. of Hollywood, Hollywood Divas, whatever that show is called. Is it still on? Probably not. But, girl. What was that video she Invest did? your money. Buy you a Chick-fil-A somewhere and, and watch your coins flip over and Speaking over again. Speaking of Chick-fil-A, they now have mac and cheese. I'm not. Oh. This is this is one decision I don't know if I can get behind. Mm. I don't know about this Chick-fil-A. You know. It's probably giving, you know, classy, easy Mac. We should lower our right. expectations. We should not feel like it's going to be baked. Well, my expectations are already in hell from a chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really feel like this is something that they, you know, would excel no. at. Like, y'all got to go ahead and leave that alone. Just do chicken. Y'all do y'all chicken. Do chicken so well. that Just hateful chicken is everything. To do chicken. That's the Lord's chicken. XD said that you all's hate is what seasons the chicken and makes it so great. And it's probably true. Crystal, give me my sauce. No. Give me my sauce. It does not matter. I was there. But I. You were late. You were not there at the time that was prescribed. There was no time prescribed. But you told her that you were leaving at a certain time and you arrived hours later. Well. Well, I still want my sauce. Give it Mm-mm. to me. You don't get it. <laughs> there are consequences. We're gonna have to start. We're gonna have to start giving you consequences because this lateness is the only way we're going to be able to curtail this perpetual. Well, time. I have been on time for everything that matters. 
I was a lie. I made it or the, the lie you all, all had a bet that I wasn't gonna make it on the Barbados flight that and that I made it to the airport. First of all, first of all, by the <laughs> grace of God. Secondly, we're not going to talk about this right now because I don't think that you want to do this right here, right now. I want you to consider this very carefully because if you want to do this, we can. You want to talk about you only show up one time for the things that matter. You sure? You sure? You want to do I this mean, right here today? Listen, all I got is defense of myself. All you got is the lies in yourself. That's what you got. I don't lie. <laughs> no, Okay. <laughs> You just did when you said this. You show up to the things that are important one time. I was I made it to your dissertation. Well, we don't have to do this right now. We don't have to do this right now. We don't have to do this right now. We don't. All right. I just we want you forward. No, <laughs> we should move forward. We, we do because we have some important people to shout out. Indeed. Let's let's <laughs> let's do that. Let's hurry up and get this. This is popping right now, like. Oh my God! This shout out this week is very near and dear to my heart. So my homegirls Antoinette and Shanti, who you have heard mention multiple times mm-hmm. uh, from the Around the Way Curls blog, right, right, <laughs> and Instagram, have released a podcast. Burr, 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 burr. Shout out to friends. Friends obnoxious air horn. It has carried <laughs> over. <laughs> the Around the Way uh, Curls podcast has dropped last Thursday. It's about money and dicks, love and light, and duality. Oh. Um, it is by two best friends from Philadelphia uh, who speak on being biracial women <laughs> in America. <laughs> That's just I'm just making fun of them. They're actually very black women at heart. Um, but it's a, they're fun. They're a good time. They're two of my very close friends. Um, and guys go support. We'll be able to put all of the links in the description box. Absolutely. Congratulations on your podcast, ladies. I cannot wait to listen. Um, I am really thrilled and excited about what y'all going to be talking about. And I'm going to be all up in your business. It's a good time. And you might hear your girl one time for the one time. Mm -hmm. Who you got? Don't you got one? Yes. Okay. So I too would like to shout out one of my good, good girlfriends who has just had, um, who's just had some, some notable accomplishments um, in these last couple of weeks. And I just want to shout her out. I actually have shouted her out before for her company, the private suite collection. Um, But Vic Jagger of uh, Magic 102.3 here in D.C., is, you know, just out here. She's recently been named the number yes. one uh, midday radio show. Um, and she's just glowing up. And I'm just so stinking proud of her. Last week, she also let us all know that she just obtained her real estate license. Yes. So she's just one of the women in my life who I'm super grateful for, who is just a constant source of inspiration and encouragement. Um, and just out here doing it on multiple in, in multiple ways and on on several levels and i'm just proud of her so i wanted to shout her out she had a uh, appreciation dinner at uh the hamilton last week that was um sponsored by uh, our good friends at hennessy and hey. um it was a good time you know just you know Vic and her close friends just loving on her and encouraging her and celebrating with her. It was an amazing event. I was honored to be in attendance. And I just wanted, just like I said there at the event, Vic, I'm so 
I'm so proud of you and so proud of all that you've accomplished and so excited about what God has in store. And I'm just grateful for your friendship and for your heart and your example. And you continue to push me to continue to work hard and, you know, do great work. Uh, so shout out to you, sis. Aww. I love when we get to shout out our sister friends. Absolutely. Um, such fun. And if you want to shout out your sister friends, we can help you send your uh, shout outs to uh, getting grown uh, podcast at gmail.com where you always, you know, send them and, you know, accomplishments, businesses, great or small. We are, you know, not choosy. Um, if you if your friend or your sister or you yourself are doing something that is notable and, um, you know, important to you. Uh, share it with us and we'd love to share it with our listeners as well. Yay, yay. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Teamy. The Teamy Blends Detox Mask is a perfect mask for all skin types, helping to eliminate blemishes, improve overall complexion, and our favorite, moisturize your skin from the inside out. I tried the Teamy Mask. So, you know, I've been doing the Teamy Detox with the, with the, um, colon cleanse every night and my mm-hmm. and my mo- tea in the morning and it has been doing my skin wonders they went a step further baby and gave me that mask i put it on my skin was smooth it tingled it felt beautiful it was wonderful the next day and it smelled amazing it smelled so good and it was so easy to put on my skin it was, it was wonderful. There's a lot of skincare products out there that look cool but never actually work. And the Detox Mask is the perfect mask to add to your routine because it works regardless of your skin type. The Detox Mask is all natural and made with a blend of ingredients like, ooh, okay, y'all listen, because these are some of my favorites. Matcha tea, bentonite clay, and lemongrass. So it feels great and smells like a spa. It's easy to use. Simply leave the mask on for 10 minutes and feel your skin tingling while the mask works its magic. Once it dries, wash off the mask to reveal clean, hydrated, happy skin. You can even use it as a spa treatment and leave it on overnight if you're dealing with a few pesky pimples. Go to teamyblends.com and add the detox mask to your beauty routine today and use the code GROWN15 for 15% off any order. That's T-E-A-M-I-B-L-E-N-D-S dot com and code GROWN15. Thanks again to Swing Left for supporting this week's show. It all starts with the House. If progressive candidates win in just 23 swing districts on November 6th, we can take back a majority in the House of Representatives and finally put President Trump and the regressive administration supporting him in check. That means protecting our health care, protecting the rights of everyone, and protecting our democracy. That's why nearly half a million people have signed up to volunteer with Swing Left. When you join Swing Left at swingleft.org slash grown, you'll be immediately connected with our volunteers in your area who are working to win the race in a nearby swing district. You'll find out where and how you can make the most impact on flipping the house starting right now. It's really that simple. Each of us has the power to change our country and save our democracy. But only if we do the work to take back the house. Don't just vote this year. Volunteer. Join the grassroots movement that's making change in this year's midterm election. Learn more and sign up now at swingleft.org slash grown. That's swingleft.org slash grown. Boom. All right, so we're back at the kitchen table, and my thought is that this week's kitchen table is going to be kind of brief um, because I actually need you guys. Your, your, I need your help with something. I was telling Jay when we were 
preparing for the show uh, that I had a conversation with my therapist and she asked me a question that uh, I struggled to answer. And I've been thinking about, uh, you know, why it was a struggle for me to answer it and um, what are some things that I might do differently such that I might be able to answer it the next time she poses it. And Jade uh, thought that it would be just good to kind of talk about it here. So that's what we're going to do. So um, like many of you and many of uh, um, I mean, Jade and, and, you know, just all of our listeners who are out here adulting and managing multiple responsibilities, there are times in life where we are depleted in that we are spending and spending and spending of our time and attention and our energy and, you know, pouring out and pouring out and giving and giving and giving. Um, and, you know, you continue to give and give and give. You, you, you know, if I use my phone and don't charge it, then it's going, it's going to go dead. That's it. Um, so we have to be strategic and even thoughtful or intentional about ways that we replenish or restore, uh, or recharge ourselves. So my therapist asked me what I do to rejuvenate myself, um, to replenish myself after I have spent all my time and energy. And I struggle to answer the question, um, mainly because the things that I feel like I don't know. I, I struggle to just think, what do I do that, you know, I feel like gives me energy or gives me life? Um, I struggled uh, because I don't know. Maybe I feel like they were all stupid because when I was like, you know, I like to watch TV and I like to play in my makeup. And, you know, it felt like all. But I mean, I struggle because I feel guilty when I allow myself to do these things because I feel like I am wasting time. So I thought that um, it would be useful for us to kind of talk about it and maybe see if we can help me (laughs) (laughs) navigate this current roadblock that I am experiencing. Like, oh, girl, like, what do I do to give myself life? (laughs) Because I feel like I am just drained, honestly. Yeah. No, that's that's me every day. (laughs) That's me every day. Yes. Well... So, yes, Kia. What do you do? What do you do? Do you do, do you have things that you do when you feel like you need to, like, just recharge? I thought about that, and I was like, there's obvious answers. I take a vacation, I blah, 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 I go hang out with a friend. But I I, I really wanted to sit on it for a second. And so, um, one thing that I do, and it may sound completely unconventional, but if we're going to be talking about, if we're talking about, Ooh, I'm all the way Cardi today. Um, <clears throat> if we're talking about rejuvenating and recharging, I clean up. Hmm. So like this weekend, I was supposed to travel and I just couldn't do it. I just was like, I can't. Noah's not feeling good. I'm extremely exhausted. I'm getting ready to be gone every weekend for four weeks in a row. Like mm-hmm. I cannot do it this weekend. <clears throat> and instead... I got in my house and I I am determined. I have been determined for months and slowly getting there and having my house feel comfortable um for the winter time cuz the winter time you're stuck in the house, there's snow days, there's it's cold, you hibernate more often and I'm like I want to do that in a house that feels good. I need a new bed, I need a new dresser. You know, there are some things that I'd like to do in my kitchen, in my living room, replace some things. Like, there's just some some things that I want to do. And so I have this this nook 
in my bedroom that doubles as the studio <laughs> and mm-hmm. also like it has extra closets and it's it's a really nice nook and I, you know I want to paint it and put and I have this huge windowsill you can sit in and I want to put like pillows and just like make it a space but anyway it has been a mess for the longest and I knew and I, I'm getting ready to order a dresser you know get myself together this is all going somewhere I promise so I got in here this weekend I organized my clothes. I threw out a ton of like old clothes and old pillows and just things that I didn't need. Reorganized my luggage and put it someplace. Reorganized the closet so that it made sense and I was able to get the most usage out of it. Like just really got the space together. And when I was done, I felt so good because It was clean. It's a space that I want to record in now. It's a space that I don't mind being in. I can see the steps that I'm getting to to make it the room that I really want to make it. And it gave me like a recharge to want to do more things around the house to to make myself feel good. Because that's at the stage that I'm at in my life right now. (laughs) Getting my home together feels good to me. Those are the things that, that, that make me feel good. So that's one thing that I do to, to rejuvenate or recharge is, and I don't know if it's the Virgo in me, I don't know what it is, but I'll get into a space that I know that I've been wanting to 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 clean. And, you know, not maybe not necessarily physically, but just, you know, there may be some decluttering I want to do. There may be some reorganizing I need to do. But when I do that, I always feel really good afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And I mean, honestly... I kind of did the same thing um, on Saturday, and I I've, I have noticed that um, when I am stressed out, mm-hmm. um, it is often a result of having like clutter and stuff mm-hmm. all over my house. So I have found that you know getting that situated <laughs> is you know, does does alleviate some stress. So on Saturday, I too spent the day washing clothes. Now I am a little ashamed to say this, um, but you know, it's a judgment-free zone, hopefully. I have a lot of clothes and I have been kind of putting off doing my laundry for quite some time. So I had like 10 whole loads of clothes. Oh my gosh. That is like, it was unthinkable. But that includes like sheets and blankets and towels and such. And, you know, it also speaks to the amount of underwear that I own. But does all the time. All the times <laughs> that I, I just go without underwear. But that's not what this is about. Oh, wow. Time. Okay. So, um, Thank you. So, yes. All that to say, I have been kind of, you know, judging myself for you know you need to do your laundry you need to do your laundry it's been like three weeks do your laundry do your laundry but uh you know I took all Saturday and I I was I didn't intend to do it but I went downstairs to the basement for something else and I happened to look in the laundry room and saw that all the machines were free so I just went upstairs and I was like look at the Lord the Lord has graced me with this opportunity um so I you know washed all the clothes and I did feel better. And, you know, I'm still folding and putting things away, but I did feel better. So maybe that that is helpful. That is something that I feel like I can go back. 
to my therapist and say that cleaning up my space, even though I feel like she's going to argue that that's work. But I mean, because she's is, like, you're but always it's like working. a productive work. And it's something that you it do is, for yourself it because it is. the thing about me is that I think the reason why cleaning and reorganizing and things rejuvenates me is because it puts me in a space where I know I can either a relax in that space and relax comfortably and B, when I need to work, I feel motivated to work in a space that's organized and clean. So that's why I feel recharged and rejuvenated when I'm able to do those things, because then I feel inspired to do, you know, other things that matter, whether it be me sitting down and writing my treatments for this show or, you know, being able to sit down and watch TV and not have it in the back of my mind that, oh, my God, this room is a fucking mess. And I know that at some point I'm going to have to get in there and get to it and dreading right. having to do that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I know it, I know exactly what you're saying. So I will say that one of the things that I did this weekend that, uh, again, was like necessary. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess I don't know. I got a I got a good pedicure. Ooh yeah. Now that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I think what I struggle with is that I often feel guilty for the ways that I choose to um, recharge myself. And I feel like I've already said that. But yeah. So like the other week, I, you know, there was a concert. It was the artist in town at this church that I wanted to go see. It was a couple of artists, actually, because, you know, I'm a choir girl. It was a couple of, you know, old time, like old school choirs that was just in town. And I was like, I'm going to get myself dressed. And I'm going to go to this concert by myself. And I went and I had a good time. Yes. Um, But I don't know. I guess I'm trying to think of, I don't know. It was so hard for me to, maybe I'm thinking that the ways that I recharge are not good enough. But maybe they are. See, there goes that self-doubt again. I mean, fair. But. I guess I'm interested in posing the conversation to the audience. How do you all recharge? What do you, what do you do? I think I did Google it when I was um, on my way home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they they said like the, it said like the uh, things that we talked we've talked about before in terms of getting enough rest and exercising and uh, celebrating your wins, like when you have you know, cross some things off your to-do list, like feeling good about that. Um, but I don't know. I think those things, I don't know why I make this so challenging, but yeah, here we are. I don't think it's always so complex. Like, and I think, I I think sometimes things that seem so simple may be more complex than what we realize, such as, like I said, <clears throat> Yeah, we can rejuvenate and recharge by saying, you know, we love going to a spa and getting a massage and sitting down and get a pedicure. And of course, those things are going to recharge you. Of course, you're going to feel good. Of course, after you get your feet done, you don't mind putting on a pretty pair of sandals because you like my toes look nice. You know what I'm saying? Of course, all of those things are going to. But that that cleaning of your space, I'm just using that as an example at this point, that cleaning of your space is a completely different way because it, it can rejuvenate and recharge you in so many different facets of your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like when your mother used to make you clean up on Saturdays and she turned on music and nobody was allowed to turn on the TV and y'all had to get down on your hands and knees and start wiping baseboards and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that deep right. cleaning. But at the end of the day, when she rewarded you and got you McDonald's or some shit and you were able to sit down and watch Snick, <laughs> you know, 
it felt good that y'all got to chill in a clean house for the rest of the weekend and you didn't have to worry about cleaning up for the rest of the weekend. And that just set the tone for for all the rest of the days because it's like I did my hard work in the beginning so that I can enjoy it later. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also, well, I, I looked online because I guess my thing is I feel like I am spending money a lot to, to recharge. Ooh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that can be counterproductive. Um, but one thing that I feel like I'm going to try to do, uh, we talked about this in our in our Say Thank You episode, but like uh, having moments of gratitude or thinking about things that you're grateful for can often replenish your energy. Yep. Um, as well as, you know, taking a walk or just, you know, and I'm not one of those outside people. I don't like to go outside, but, <laughs> but evidently I should, you know, to, to cultivate that practice because getting outside of your surroundings is helpful. It does. Um, and I guess I, I guess as reluctant as I am to <laughs> do that, uh, I think the things that I can endeavor to do this week. Um, and hold me accountable is, you know, to exercise. I'm going to try to get that in. I'm also going to take a walk and I'm going to try to have some, da some daily gratitude time. I'm going to try to write down some things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll set a reminder in my phone to do it at a certain time of the day, but I just have to really, I think a struggle for me is that I spend a lot of time by myself. Mm -hmm. And um, which is great because I love me, but I think I'm, <laughs> I'm challenged. Uh, I I can admit that I am challenged in feeling like I don't know. I feel like beyond um, I don't know. One of the things that I struggle with in in being perpetually single mm -hmm. is wondering whether or not um. I will find or ever have that level of companionship. Cause I, and I'm not saying that all like a relationship is a panacea. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that because I think that we oversimplify these things, but I do think that there is value in having meaningful connection. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not just in romantic relationship, but it is in friendships as well. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm saying, I feel like I am a single person who has friends who are in relationship. So I oftentimes struggle um, because I feel like, you know, friends who are in relationship have, you know, certain priorities and their time is limited in certain ways. And part of me feels like I shouldn't bother them with my, um, you know, need to just kind of talk or <laughs> go somewhere or do something or whatever just kind of have that day-to-day kind of conversation with but um I think I think that maybe I'm and I could be wrong but I wonder if if I I think I'm I'm totally stumbling over what I want to say but I I feel like that's one of the things that I struggle with in being single is feeling like I don't have a person mm. um, in that way. I've got great, amazing friendships, mm -hmm. um, but I don't feel like I have a partner. 
someone to help and share the load mm-hmm. of certain things and someone who I can help share their load. And that is a, that is a struggle for me. Um, because I feel like now I'm starting to feel like I'm not going to ever have one, but <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. But that is one thing that I feel like would, would help me, um, not to feel so drained all the time is to just have an outlet or somebody who I could talk to about just day-to-day things. Um, but yeah, that's me telling all my business all over the world wide web. <laughs> we, I actually, I'm glad you brought that up. We are going to have a conversation about that um, where we can delve a little bit deeper into. I don't want to. I know, but we should because we want the people to know that um <clears throat> that's that they're not alone in some of the feelings that they have and the thoughts that they have when it comes to um being single and dating and marriage and relationships and all of that fun unfun stuff so <laughs> um yeah we're going to talk about that soon but in the meantime, yes, we love to hear from you about the things that you do to replenish and rejuvenate. Um, yeah, man. Let us know. We'll keep that conversation going. We, we'd love so that we can share. Maybe there are different things and tactics and ways that we can share with one another. And we can go back and read your responses so that we can all kind of find little ways to rejuvenate and refresh ourselves. I think, I think what you're saying about having a little gratitude moment is a wonderful way to do so because... Remembering the things that you're grateful for is a is a is a way to really like boost you. <laughs> it's a way to really get you going. So agreed. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Getting grown podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that good stuff. And we can move right on along to the honesty box. Support for today's show also comes from The Thrive Market, an online marketplace that's on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. You'll get access to thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 25 to 50% off below traditional retail prices. Whether you are vegan, gluten-free, or feeding a family, you can choose from 80-plus customizations to get everything you need, including non-GMO, fair trade certified, and BPA-free. From organic almond butter to lavender essential oil, Thrive Market carries absolutely everything that you need. They have pantry staples, cleaning products, sweet treats, the best snacks, mm. and so much more at affordable at such an affordable rate. What I love most about Thrive is that for every paid membership, a free membership is given to a low-income family, a public school teacher, or a military veteran. So I, what I love about Thrive is not only do they have amazing snacks, like state, like I just said, but they deliver really quickly, and their packaging is zero waste. So you know how a lot of other companies, they will use of the largest box to get to send you some chapstick, and then you have to contend with all the paper and all that mess that gets all over your carpet. You don't have to worry about all that wasteful uh, stuff that you're just going to throw away or recycle. Thrive saves the steps for you. I really love their salsa, and their almond butter is lit. <laughs> and that lemon essential oil let me tell you something you drop a couple of drops of that down your drain honey Sis. have your whole kitchen smelling like zestfully clean i don't even know <laughs> it's amazing but yes <laughs> y'all check out thrive market and now with our special link thrive market is giving you an extra 25 percent off your first purchase plus a 50 a free 30-day trial uh that's 25 percent off what 
their already low prices that Thrive Market offers. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash grown to access this discount. You won't be sorry. Honestly? Truly. All right, y'all. It's time to get into some people's business. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord for Jade and Kia. Oh, thank you. Hello, beautiful ladies. My name is... Let's give her a moniker. What would you like to call her? Um, Belcalis. Belcalis. My name is Belcalis, and I recently started listening to your amazing podcast. Right at this moment, I'm listening Welcome. to Nicole Switchy, and I'm in need of some advice on a subject that connects to what I'm currently listening to. It would be amazing okay. to hear this later as I get to more current episodes. Okay. I've been with my boyfriend for about five years this November. We got together in college and stayed together through a year of cross-country long distance, two years of living together for the first time, and now long distance again as we both pursue our dreams. I've known that I didn't want to be with him for a while now. We're both moving in different directions, and we don't have the same paths for our future. I don't want to waste any more of our time because I know that deep down, I know that I don't want to be in this romantic relationship anymore. Like when you're at dinner with the perfect man and you just don't like him. Along with being a big sucker for his emotions, like I've literally not listened to myself for years because I care so much about how he feels. I've been feeling an astronomical amount of guilt as I prepare myself to tell him about these feelings and ultimately break it off. What will our families think, our mutual friends? Will I have to give back the iPad? Just kidding on that last one. <laughs> My question for you both is how I deal with this guilt. It's so bad now without even having talked to him about it, and I feel that it's only going to get worse. I'm just afraid of what will transpire after the storm. Lastly, thank you so much for this podcast. I hope you both understand what you're doing, have done, and will continue to do for women of color. I'm forever grateful for having the privilege to listen to you. Oh, best Belcalis. First of all, I love you for this best. <laughs> oh she hasn't gotten to the episode yet i'm cracking up at all of these uh responses we got about ways to end emails even though i'm still gonna put best but right. you guys did have some good ones kind regards it's nice um i do put thank you i forgot to say that i put thank you quite often but i'm not thanking niggas when they don't do nothing for me um <laughs> But no, you all had some nice ones, and I'm laughing at all of the suggestions that cracked me up. Hey, Ebony. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what oh, do you Lord. have for Belle Calise? Does she need to give back the iPad? No. Absolutely not. It was a gift. Collateral damage. Um, <laughs> so, huh, I mean, it is going to be tough, but... um. I think you're doing yourself and him a great disservice by being in a relationship that you don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. And you're just prolonging whatever, you know, his reaction is going to be prolonging. Telling him is not going to change it. Um, so it's just a matter of, it's just a matter of doing it and, I wonder if it's like actual guilt that you feel for. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Does it sound like she really feels bad? I feel like her mind is made up. I just feel like she knows that he's going to have a tantrum or he's going to 
he's there's going to be this big blow up and she doesn't have the energy for that um i think well for one i've been in her shoes before so i'm feeling like from what i'm reading and from what i'm remembering because she said you know she doesn't want to hurt his feelings right ultimately she doesn't want to hurt him she knows it's going to hurt him and she doesn't want to do that um but she's been you know preserving his feelings for this long just by being in the relationship because she hasn't wanted to be in it for some time um also they clearly have family ties. So when you get involved with somebody, you know, they get to know your family, you get to know their family. Um, people draw close to one another. It just kind of happens, you know, if things go well for you like that. <coughs> and because I know sometimes, whoo, the ghetto. But, <laughs> uh, but it, she said, you know, what about our mutual friends, our family members? So I know that she's concerned also with the outcome and the results of what's going to happen from the breakup. Um, whether it be, you know, mutual friends picking sides or, you know, people just being hurt in general. Because the thing about it is when you break up with somebody, it doesn't just hurt the two people, especially when you're heavily involved. It doesn't just hurt the two people. They're obviously the ones who are most affected, but a lot of the loved ones surrounding two people who break up also you know feel effects of breakups mm. um not you know not really the white woman it or, or sound you know like oh what was you know what was me because y'all broke up but but it you do you feel the effects you know what i'm saying because when people are building a life together and then you're involved in their life you've you know they've become a part of your life and it's like damn like i don't really know anything but y'all together so it does mm -hmm. it affects people who are around them and I know that that is a hard thing for a lot of people when they're in this situation. They do think about loved ones because they know that this is going to drop a bomb on everybody. Right. But in um, you dealing with this, I, first of all, I, I, I would admonish you to, to try not to feel guilty, whether you have to do that through therapy or what have you. Try not to feel guilty for um, realizing what it is that you want or do not want. Try to try mm -hmm. to try to feel grateful for that. Um, I know that a lot of times that that gratefulness comes later on after the storm has kind of passed and you get through the emotions and you get through the heartbreak of it all because your heart can still be broken even if you're the one who's doing the breaking up. Because ultimately you don't want to hurt, you know, somebody who you've been with for this amount of time. You've invested this amount of time in. Um, but once you get past that, that little moment of clarity is, whoo, you want to talk about something that's refreshing. <laughs> that little moment of clarity is beautiful. And when you have that, that, that first day where you're good, you're just good. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing like it. So that peace of mind, that clarity that comes from all of that is 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 like a beautiful rainbow after after a nasty ass storm. So um, I would just say try not to feel guilty about knowing what it is that you want or do not want. Um, and try not to prolong it, because at this point. You're not you it's not 
it's not going to do anything positive. Just more time is going to pass, which is more feelings invested. And it gives you more excuses to not make a decision that you've already made in your head. And it's only fair to this person for you to release them if you know that you do not want them. Agreed. Um, adulting is about making the best choices and decision, making decisions that are best for you, even when it's painful to do so. Yep. That's a <laughs> That's big what it's part about. of adulting. That's <laughs> a big part of adulting. It's about not always doing what feels good. It's about doing what's best. Yep. And this is a lesson it's not the first time you're going to have to do it. So you might as well get warmed up <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. try it out with your boy. And you can, you know, just like just like Jay said, it doesn't mean that you love or care for him any less. Mm-hmm. But it's about making a choice that's going to be in both of your best interests um, going forward. So even if he don't feel like it, it is in his best interest. It is because he deserves to be with someone who wants to be with him. That's it. And he doesn't deserve to not know. That's like people who cheat. You know what I'm saying? You cheating when you all have not spoke about being in a polyamorous relationship or an open relationship or whatever. You know, you cheating is taking away the option from the other person on whether or not they want to be in that type of situation. And that is where it becomes dishonest and it's unfair. So it's the same thing with this. It's not necessarily cheating, but you're not giving this person the freedom that they deserve. Mm-hmm. by continuing to be with them under false pretenses. So that's not us getting on you. That's just what, the, that's just what it is. Um, but I know this is not easy. Um, it's not something that, you know, you can, it's not something that's hard and fast. Um, and Kia and I both fully support you, and you're welcome to please write in and follow up with us and let us know how everything goes. Mm, please do Bell Calice we're rooting for you we are we are always rooting for the Bell Calices of this world (laughs) (laughs) young Cardi young Cardi's in the party Um, you can continue to send your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com and we will move along to these good old petty peeves sure will and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. All right, y'all. It's time to be petty, and I am prepared today. <laughs> I actually started this on Instagram, but I'm just going to continue the conversation. So, I have a problem with unauthorized nicknames, oh. uh, especially in the workplace. Yeah. Um, via email, most especially. And I, I won't be able to use, like, you know, when certain um, people, mm-hmm. <laughs> Holly and Helen and them, mm-hmm. you know, they can sometimes have a tendency to say, like, Hun. you know, via email, hey, hon, uh, do you have a, mo- do you have a moment? Ghetto. Can I blah, 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 blah. Don't hunt me, son. I don't like to be hunt. Mm-hmm. Don't hunt me. Mm-hmm. We're not friends. We've not. We don't have a rapport. You don't know me. I don't know you. Uh, you know my name, though, and that's what you should use. I think that there is something kind of patronizing and condescending mm-hmm. about, you know, being hun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it especially is. by um, Holly and them. Mm-hmm. It really just gets under, it grates my, it just grates my good last nerve. 
And I, I just can't, I just, it just won't be tolerated. I'm at a stage in my life where I'm going to call you out if you hunt me. I would appreciate it if you wouldn't hunt me. Don't hunt me. Don't hunt me or I'm going to sun you. <laughs> Don't hunt me. Don't hunt me. I'm not your hun. I'm not Don't your hun, son. I don't like it. I'm not your hun, son. Don't do it. Cardi said that too. She was like, I'm not, she's like, and that shit you said in your verse. She, she was, was like, like, she was like, she was like you did not coach son. me. <laughs> you did not coach me. I'm not your and son. And I'm not your son. Your only problem is that I don't suck your dick like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Don't ever change. Never don't ever change. change. Don't ever change. Never change. Don't do it. Uh, my petty peeve this week is extremely petty. Okay. But it is valid. When you do dickhead shit in traffic, oh, Lord. and then we end up on the side of each other, look at me. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> look at me. Like, don't look straight ahead because you know you were doing dickhead shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's going to piss me off. <laughs> and I'll be sitting there at the light like, nigga, I know you. <laughs> or when they do that real petty shit where they just pull up like a little bit, but they don't. Or like they intro. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't ever want to be window to window. I'm like, because nah, because you was out too, here real ballsy guy. on the road, but like now you next to me and you don't want to look at me. That irritates me. I'm real good. You know how petty <laughs> I am? If you beep at me, if you beep at me, right, and then for whatever reason, or if you do something, if you beep at me or do something and for whatever reason you're like in front of me, I'm going to do everything within my power to pull up next to you because I, I just want to look at Say. you like you're crazy. I just want you to see. I want you to see me and know that I'm pissed. Like I just, you gotta know, and and you gotta know that I know. You gotta know that I'm not afraid to tell you that I know that you're trash. That that's really it. Like don't honk at me because I don't do nothing that's honk worthy. Like I don't do. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> like. I don't like I, when you know what I'm saying when the light turns like and I'm making a left turn or whatever I go up in the intersection you know what I'm saying when really? the light turns green a nigga goes I don't be on my phone like so I don't do nothing that's honk worthy so don't honk your horn at me that's that's first and foremost because when you honk at me I have to I have to do the opposite of what you are trying to get me to do oh absolutely I said this like you know I said if I'm coming out of a parking space or if I'm getting ready to come out of a parking space and you want my parking space, the worst thing you could ever do is honk your horn. Because now mm -mm. we are both going to die waiting for me to move. I did Skeletons. it. The man did it to me at Whole Foods. Skeletons. I turned my car off and <laughs> turned around and looked at him like, are you honking at me? I will take my time. This is my parking space. I would have gone one step. I would have gone back in and grabbed the cart in front of him. <laughs> I'm like, just like, my guy, you don't get to honk at me. Nigga, don't rush I'm me, son. Who are you? I'm about to go here by chapstick just off of the strength of pissing you off. Oh, I was troubled, but the Lord is working on me. He is, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if you honk at me, like I'm saying, if, you, if if I don't go when the light turns green, immediately you honk at me, I'm going to wait. <laughs> Nigga, until wait. it turns red and then I'm, I'm going to pull right off. there and I'm just like, okay, so we're all just going to wait until I'm ready because you want to rush me. Bet. All right. <laughs> Bet. I got time. I got all I, day. I got time. Nigga, everybody knows I'm going to be late anyway, so Listen. I don't have no time. I don't have no problem playing Road Wars with you. I got time. See, this is why. This is why. We are we are angsty New York drivers. Even though I've not lived in New York for almost for over six okay, years. I just cannot. 
escape it. It's still in you. I mean, if you honk at me, I will stop. <laughs> oh, I when oh. I was in New Orleans, I was driving my parents' truck, and then I, at one point, I honked at somebody because they didn't go at a light. My parents said, "Oh Lord, let me tell you something. Honking is the great offense down here. It is the great offense." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Well, what the hell do they have horns for?" <laughs> like, <laughs> the great offense. They they get offended if you honk your horn. That's like me. <laughs> I get offended. Well, if I, I honk my old, horn, I know what you did. You know what you did was honk worthy. That's all I'm saying. Honk worthy. I will honk at thing. you. Very, very. I see. I get upset when you honk at me, but I will honk at you. Oh, let me quickly. tell you something. I'm a complete hypocrite <laughs> on the road. What are you talking about? Like, as a pedestrian, I'm taking my time to cross the street, but as a driver, I'm like, hurry up. <laughs> Another thing, if you, if you, wait, I think this might have been my petty peeve before, but. If you are trying to get over, if you if you're trying to get over in front of me, you gotta ask me. You don't just let me. You, you better signal you have to in, some me way. in some way. You better sit. You better put on an indicator. Listen. You better. You better. If you could get my attention, give me a. Wave. I will allow you. Right. <laughs> I will allow you if you ask me. Same. But you don't just get to just bogart. Nah. You don't get nah. Cause nah. I'm petty and I will inch up and inch up and inch up. Sure will. And inch up and I'll be like, nah, nah, I'm not letting you in. I'm not doing it because you didn't ask me. I'm, I'm not doing it. I've been a sixteenth of an inch away from somebody's bumper behind playing with these people. <laughs> <Just> don't <laughs> do me on the road. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do me on the road, nigga, because I can I will win every time. I can drive my ass off. I can do oh, a few yeah. things in this world cook and drive so play with me if you want to man and that man. concludes another episode of King <laughs> getting Woo. petty with Jada Kia <laughs> that's what we should call the show it, it, getting petty because it, it was extremely petty but it's valid and warranted um, thank you for listening uh, can't wait to see you all this week this Friday Kia and I will be at Cal State LA if you have not registered for the Women in Fems, Fems of Color Conference, I suggest you get on it asapsually. It is this Friday the 2nd, and we will be the opening keynote speakers doing the ABCs of Adulting Black Women in Fems Edition. Mm -hmm. So make sure you guys are there. And then the following week, we're going to be in a Alana. <laughs> Alana. Alana Hospital International. <laughs> Alana. That's how you get... When you, they don't even... They don't even pronounce Atlanta right at the, at the at the airport when you were going up the escalator and they said, "Welcome to Atlanta Hospital." <laughs> I'm like, they don't put the T in it. No, how you how you gonna be on the intercom? They threw and the, through. Atlanta, Atlanta, forever, oh, all of Atlanta, forever, oh, all of Atlanta. I said, what do they don't even respect that T? They don't respect that T. No, they don't. Nothing. It's nowhere to uh, be but seen. But yeah, we're gonna be in Atlanta. Yes, on Sunday, November the 11th. The show begins at 3 p.m. We're going to be at the 444 Theater. Mm. Um, so y'all come and hang out with us. We're going to have an awesome time. We're going to be joined by uh, Dr. Teresa from uh, Therapy for Black Girls. Yay. We're so super excited to have her. I'm excited. We're going to have such awesome talk about self-care um, as black women and why it's so hard for us to do, even though it is so absolutely necessary um, and, and integral to our survival and success uh, but yeah come and hang out with us Atlanta and then after that we're going to be the Saturday after that we're going to be in Nashville yes for the read live so we're on the road yeah come and kick it with me at the pop-up shop 
Kia will be doing um, real work, but I'll be there. Yeah, I'm coming from the <laughs> conference. I'm coming from the Ash conference. She is. Oh, yes. If you're going to be at Ash, we're going to have a half past happy hour. Hey, sis, meet up for all the black women in higher education. Um, myself, the ladies of Cider Sister and Sister PhD and um, uh, School and Life podcast, we're going to converge uh, and meet and descend. We're going to descend upon the lobby of the hotel on uh, November 15th at 7. And we're going to pick a place and go have a drink or have some appetizers or whatever. We're just going to hang out and it's going to be awesome. So if you're going to be at the Ash Conference or in the Tampa area, come kick it with us. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll have a flyer for that soon and I'll post that on my social media. But Yes. We are out here, honey, working hard. What we are out here busting ass. Make sure you guys, if you're there, make sure you go to Kia's meetup so you can go see a whole bunch of smart women looking like a Fenty <laughs> ad. You know what I'm saying? Taking over. We're gonna have a good time. Taking over the bar. Um, and in the meantime, yeah. as we said earlier, drink your water. Mind, mind your business. business. <laughs> Moisturize because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Peace out, guys.